Let's rock. Welcome back. Uh, this is the Iron Cage podcast, episode 24. And if I get interrupted by air horns at any point, we have figured out the soundboard, or more specifically, Ben has figured out the soundboard, and may God have mercy on our souls. I'm going to um, let you know that it took a supreme act of willpower to not just spam quick it. I closed the menu. We're all safe. Um, so I'm joined uh, by the uh, annoying tones and air horns of Ben. Yep, and that's also- me. Uh, Craig, the man tonight. Yes, I am here, being um, all manlike. And uh, Manny, if you'd like to just introduce yourself for a second as well. Oh man, I I thought you were gonna air, I thought you were gonna give me the air horn then, and I I, I was really uh, we'll have to put that back in in post. I can never give the crowd what it wants. God damn it! Um, Heal tactics one hundred one. So never Manny's give the crowd in- what it wants. Manny's back in prison, so... <laughs> it's space prison. Yeah, space prison. It's all yeah. those Nemesis rifles. I, Re-education camp. I think other people have started noticing that there is, like, an unwarranted and un, unfair amount of hate about that, uh, that army, and it's not like he's even got, like, a good win ratio or anything. It's just... It's I not like there's sergeants being sniped out of the units, man. That's I, all it is. I, 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 think, I think I honestly, I, I need to take the foot off the accelerator because he's just like, he's getting, like, everybody's making fun of him about it and just being ruthless. And I'm like, I, I honestly don't remember them being that bad or like a, a big threat. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I overreact to different things now. Like, I'm, I'm a bit more worried about, um, you should be worried game. about three, uh, storm shields on terminators. Uh, so for those playing at home, everyone is making fun of Manny's army with all the snipers and such. Uh, not for any good reason, just because it's a popular thing to do. I I think I I make fun of him a little, at least a little bit, because he made his own shit up, right? Like anybody else would get slammed, and 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 actually, no, we do we do like mock him about this. Hey, yeah, I, I guess he just gets what he deserves. Wake up. <laughs> Um, so, uh, okay, what have you been painting, Ben? And tell us about your games. Uh, I have been painting... Actually, I have been doing some painting. I painted a test model for my Dark Angels, which are totally unbuilt and unbought yet. Uh, turned out pretty good. I started with a layer of Chaos Black Spray, sponged on some Lead Belcher, uh, some dark and medium gray just kind of blotched all over it uh then a few layers of null oil over the top of that to kind of blend it back together again but make the armor look kind of weathered um metal shoulder pads brass lining some red in there looks pretty good i'm looking forward to doing it on some mark three armor uh other hobby stuff i made a thick ass bastion so I bought three Bastion kits back when they came out, like on the week they came out, which is many, many years ago now. I put together two of them and still had one on sprue. Uh, I painted up one of them, uh, took the one, the other one I had assembled and broke it apart into bits, which was easier said than, or easier done than I thought because I didn't actually use that much glue on it and they're not too many pieces. And using the one still on sprue and those pieces, I made a triple wide bastion. 
using two kits. So it worked out. All the right pieces. But, Does it have a roof on it? Or is it like the no, Wolverine tank? It has not got a roof on it yet because since there's only two kits and it's three wide, I have two kits worth of roof to put on there. So I'm heading down to a hobby shop tomorrow and getting uh, a sheet of plastic card like with the like the corrugated not corrugated but with the like the stripes. Oh, the, the, the grid on it. Yeah, the grid. And I'm just going to cut yeah. that and pop it on top and it'll be fine. Uh, I reckon you could probably fit about 30 models on top, just in case you've got a big Sunkiller squad or something else on there. Is this, the, is this the real Siege of Cthonia? It will be. But uh, I just I just needed some more line of sight blocking terrain, and this will do nicely. Okay. Um, like, and, yeah. and you can hide, like, a Thunderhawk behind this? Like, what, what, what fits behind uh, it? Probably could. Um, you could fit a Bane Blade sideways easily. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, okay. It's uh let me just get some measurements here. I got a tape measure. Um, it's about fourteen inches wide. Okay. By 14 or fourteen inches long by about six inches wide by about seven inches tall. So you can you could fit a lot behind there. And oh, on yeah. top. Or inside. Or all three. Are you gonna make it like actually inhabitable or No, God no. I'm not going to paint interiors or anything. No, no, not no, God, not, not like that. No, I'm, I'm not so, t saying make it into a dollhouse. I'm saying, um, are you going to put um, like how many people can you garrison inside it, or is it uh, whatever anyway? whatever the Bastion rules say you can? Probably twelve. I don't know. We did do an episode on fortifications. The fortifications are terrible, so we all forgot. Yeah, yeah. I remember the rules for Aegis defense lines because they're good. That's about it. I, yeah, you've sold more Aegis defense lines than anybody else in 30k, I think. Um, also, let us take more than one fortification per force organization chart. I want to take three. Um, I got a lot of stuff on. Otherwise, uh, I would suggest that we could make a siege book of our own. And I, I'm going to keep saying it, but I've, I've got other shit like the calendar that I need to finish off and actually release. Holy shit, that's huge. Uh, you guys can't see this because obviously it's, it's a podcast, it's audio only, but it is three bastions glued together it's fucking gigantic or it looks like three bastions glued together yep uh, I mean, you put a big gun on top of it and it's that uh imperialist thing like the big big attack thing that's one thing i don't have i don't have a big fence laser type dealy okay i'll have to make something uh but yeah that's what i've been hobbying uh game wise i went to the mortable events event uh the other week uh, as did Manny, but he's not here because he's a uh, felon. Um, I played two games, 3,500 points, a, a big boy fight. Uh, first one was against some... Oh, and I think we lost you there for a second, Ben. You got me? No, you're back, sort yep, of. I'm back. Yeah, sorry, start again, please. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, 3,500 points I played at the Mournable events. Um, versus a World Leaders with Allied Iron Warriors detachment. Uh, so World Leaders had a lot of the choppy boys, um, a squad of three Predators with Melter Guns, um, a Fellblade, and some more choppy boys. Uh, no Primarchs or anything. Sorry, was this ACB? It was, yes. Oh, guess Any... it. 
Yeah, Those Melter Preds are brutal, aren't they? They are. Uh, he had some allied Iron Warriors, which was a, I think, one squad of Tactical Marines, just to hold some objectives, as they do. Uh, a squad of Siege Tyrants with a Master of Signal in there to make them BS5. As some, uh, just some extra fire support. Uh, this was again, I was using custodies, about 2,500 ish points of custodies, uh, which was mainly the mainly the troop choices. Uh, one squad of Heteron Guard, one, uh, one of the dreadnoughts with the sword and board. And I went up to a tribune this time and gave him the teleport upgrade. So I teleported him and three of the two of the troop choices and a Heteron Guard squad. And how was that nightmare for people? Uh, it went pretty well for me. Um, although on the first game, my rolling was pretty bad and ACB's rolling was pretty good. Uh, oh, I was also using an Ordinatus with a, volca- with a Bellicosa Volcano Cannon on it. Uh, I forgot to mention that little detail. Why, did, why, did, why didn't you lead with that? So that's 850 points uh, with the Mournable <laughs> Rules. Oh, and also a Calexus Assassin, which did nothing. Um, which is slightly less than the Ordinatus did, which did a little bit. Uh, so first game, he starts charging at me, Zion Warriors fire at me. Uh, Ordinatus has a shield, which gets um, minus two to incoming shots at it for the first turn, which, and it's got armor 14 on the front, so you need strength 10 to hurt it from the front with shooting. And even if he gets through, it's got a five up invul save against shooting. So it's kind of invulnerable for the first turn shooting. Uh, which allowed me to get one shot off with it, at least. Um, <laughs> you paid 850 points for a single shot. <laughs> I got two shots off with it. Uh, also, since it's a super heavy, you can't like react with it against anything that's not a super heavy. And it hasn't got... Its gun isn't a defensive weapon, so you can't fire back with it. Uh, so anyway, I got two shots off. First turn, I didn't think properly and went, oh, it's a big gun. I'll fire it at his big unit, the Fellblade. Uh Penetrated it, obviously, because it's strength 14 with the destroyer rule. So destroyer is you roll 3d6 and pick the two highest. So I'm <laughs> rolling three dice, picking the two highest, and adding 14 for armor pen. All right. um, so it is just penetrating whatever I shoot it at. Uh, penetrates the front of the fell blade. Uh, it's a destroyer weapon, so it does d3 hull points um, instead of one. Uh, it's also AP 1 or 2, so it's got a chance of getting the destroyed result on the table and doing more. I uh, didn't get that, and I rolled a 1 for my D3, so I took one whole point off of Fellblade. Uh, so, a bit lackluster. Uh, second turn, I aimed it into the middle of uh, his squads and took out um, uh, one of the Predators and some... I can't remember them. They're like the elite uh, World Leader Choppy Boys, like Rampages or something. Um, took out, sure. like, yeah, like, splashed a couple of them. Um... Actually, I've written it down here. I, I wrote down the kill total for the Ordinatus. It killed seven Rampages. That's them. A Predator. And that's all it killed the first game. Uh, with his firepower shooting back at it, he took it out in his second turn. Um, yeah, it's far from invulnerable. Uh, I need, and I need to pick be- uh, better targets for it. Like enemy Death Stars on foot or something. Or big concentrations of infantry. Or Dreadnoughts. And just just for me, um, to clarify, you you you've got the volcano cannon version. You don't have like the yep. the big uh, radio cannon. Yeah, not the sonic gun, the Bellicosa. Yeah. Uh, luckily, the rest of my army did better. Um, 
Uh, I managed. What's that? Which out of out of the two, which do you think's better? Volcano cannon, but really? not by a lot. Oh, okay, that's not it. Yeah, idea. Uh, I want to try the the sonic gun at some point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, he charged my lines. I took some with him with the custodies, but then my teleport hit him in the back line. Uh, I forgot to roll for uh, pinning nearby units when I deep struck. Uh, also, they didn't come in till turn four because I kept on failing the three plus. Uh, but when they did come down, he fired at me with interceptor, pinned one of my units with the uh, siege tyrants. Uh, but a turn or two later, and I'd cleared out his back line with them, uh, secured the objective points, and uh, at least stalemated him in my zone. So I, I ended up winning on victory points, but there was not much of my army left. Nice. So uh, luckily I had a whole bunch of troop choices and I played specifically just hunting down other people's scoring units. So <laughs> like I had to play to win uh, victory point wise. Fair enough. Uh, second game was against um, Emperor's Children. And uh, I did the teleport again uh, up in his back line. He had a squad of 10 sun killers with las cannons. Not a big 20 unit, but at least 10 still good with some uh, attendant tactical marines keeping them safe in his back line. Um, he had three little saber tanks running around. They're adorable. A uh, couple of dreadnoughts, and he had uh, two Spartans filled with ten Terminators each. Uh, just just regular Terminators. Okay. Um, there was like one one squad with lightning claws, one squad with power fists. Uh, each squad had a Praetor with them as well. What what type of Terminators? Cataphracty or...? Uh, one squad was Cataphracty, one was Tartaros, I believe. Okay. okay. A bit of, yeah, just a bit of something different. Uh, my Ordinatus lived until, I think, turn four. Uh, killing that game, it killed uh, three Palatine Blades by splashing oh, them. Wow. Uh, one Rhino after hitting it twice. That's a whole 35 points yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, one Dreadnought after hitting it twice. Uh, a Spartan after hitting it twice. Okay. Uh, four Terminators by splashing, uh, and in the last of its turns, uh, it killed two Spartan, uh, two sorry, two Sabers, when they ran up point blank to it. Uh, it shot the Sabers, but the blast splashed back two inches onto it, uh, which removed its last four wounds. Um, so it killed itself with its own gun <laughs> in the fourth turn. Uh, I found out though that the Volcano Cannon is pretty good against Dreadnoughts. Because uh, it's strength 14, you hit mm. it. The Dreadnought has a 5-up invol, which it can still use against the Blast. Uh, but if it fails that, you're strength 14, so you're going to wound on a 2-up. Uh, it's a destroyer weapon, so it, instead of doing 1 wound, it does D3 wounds against the Dreadnought. And each of those 3 are strength 14, so you're doubling it out and causing instant death. So each of those 3, or D3, are causing another D3 via the instant death. So on average, you should be doing, I think, six wounds? No. Four wounds, but you could get lucky. Either way, one or two shots should take it down to Dreadnought. Yeah, that um, doubling them out, which does instant death, which yep. then becomes, like with the automatic deflect, it becomes, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a tricky rule. But yeah, it's, it's good that it works out that way. I like that. Yeah. Anything really that fucks dreads is good. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was the Mortable game we played. Uh, Manny can talk about his when he gets back. I assume there was some sniping and other bullshit. Um, 
But I also went to the Fantasy Castle Assault, which is a yearly event at the Newcastle Legends Club, full of cool dudes. I forgot to talk about it last week. Uh, they're doing it, though. Well, they did the fantasy one, and they've got a sci-fi one coming up, which I'm looking forward to because I'm going there to play Epic. Uh, Epic Armageddon, not the new Epic either. There's a whole bunch of good dudes down there that play Epic Armageddon. Oh, so like, with like the Eldars and stuff. Yep, I'm actually bringing mm. Eldar. Oh, you filthy Xeno. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've had a grav tank army. Well, lots of grav tanks. There's other. There's infantry and everything in there as well. But uh, this year, for the epic event, they're emphasizing Eldar list. They kind of like pick a pick a faction that doesn't give much love, and they give like slight bonuses for people taking those lists. Uh, not victory point bonuses, but other weird things. Uh, so I've got a tank, like a grav tank heavy Eldar army, including like the super heavy grav tanks, like the scorpions and cobras. And the aircraft, which are cool. Uh, but yeah, the fantasy one uh, that I went to, they had about 30-something people playing 6th uh, edition fantasy. Uh, they had about 16 people, no, more, about 20 people playing Kings of War. Oh, just to clarify, that 6th yep. that edition fantasy is the worst one, right? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, because I don't know. Okay, definitely I, the I, worst one. I, I can't remember if I played that. I can't remember which editions I played. I think I played some fourth and a little bit of seventh or eighth, but they all blend together in my mind. I assume it's the same for every fantasy player, or maybe they're hugely biased on one of the numbers. I I get six and seven confused constantly. Eight is the only good one. Yeah, I wouldn't know, so I can't say. But there was about sixteen people there playing Warmaster, which I was there playing. Uh, had some great games. Uh, had five games over the weekend. It was a Saturday Sunday do, uh, kind of deal. Three games on Saturday, two games on the Sunday. Uh, standard two thousand points. I brought my little night goblin army. Uh, by little, I mean there's a lot of night goblins and a lot of squigs, uh, a lot of bolt throwers, a lot of giants, a lot of wizards, uh, a lot of bullshit, uh, a lot of toys, and a lot of boys. That, Except that... the toys are unreliable, and the boys are even less so. Yeah, that 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 is the best way to play fantasy. Night Goblin's yep. always the best. Yeah, um, I, uh, yeah. A lot of the guys there know what they're doing. Warmaster, so I was lucky to do as well as I did. Uh, Night Goblins are probably the worst army in the game, uh, but the the tier list of all the armies is pretty close. Um, I did pretty well. Five games, I got one draw and four wins, uh, but my wins weren't huge. So I came, I think, fifth or sixth at overall. But more importantly, it was good fun. Nice. Yeah. I won a $50 voucher, which I spent and just received the order for today for a whole bunch of weird green stuff uh, world paints, if you've tried any of their cool stuff. No? What have they got? Uh, well, they got a whole bunch of weird stuff. They got a whole lot of the color shift paints. Oh, oh yes, um, I'd be interested in hearing about those. Yeah, I think they were one of the first companies to do like a wide range of them. But I had a fifty dollar voucher, so I was thinking, oh, I'll just grab a bunch of weird stuff. Uh, I got a frost effect paint. You blob it on; it's kind of clear, like a clearish light blue, and then it turns into like little frost crystals when it dries. That's cool. Yeah, I've seen the. I, I watched a time lapse video of it earlier. It's weird because that's yeah. different to the basing stuff, isn't it? Or is it the same? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen the basing stuff. This is just there's... like a paint you paint on. Yeah, because there's a basing one that you get in like the big pots for basing. But uh, oh, like the white powder stuff. 
no, it's like a paint, but yeah. it's not, it's like whitish to start, and it goes okay clearer. Oh yeah, this forms like little frost crystal effects. You can yeah. paint it on bases or on models. Uh, I think the only problem is the crystals aren't too strong, so you have to find weird ways of strengthening it without breaking them. Uh, but apparently, there's ways that you can muck around with. Uh, they've, I bought a a rust oxidizing effect paint. So you, it's clear, and you paint it on. Uh, have you seen the the GW uh, oxide paint? It's like a typhus corrosion, and then um, the, the the light bluish one. You paint oh, like on oh, a brass, ne uh, like neolac oxide. Yeah, yeah, it's, that it's was kind like of... the original precursors to contrast, I think. Yeah, it's like that, but it's clear. But you paint it on, and then as it dries, it kind of turns into that like chalky blue in the recesses kind of stuff. Okay. So it's like it's it's the GW one, but with zero skill required. Um, so I'm going to try that on something or other. Uh, yeah, I got a really smooth uh, chrome paint, which I'll I don't know what I'll use on, but that I grab it while I was there. Uh, some water effects, some medium paint, and some satin varnish. Pretty oh, good nice. for a voucher, so didn't have to pay for any of it. Oh, uh, and some I wanted to buy some weathering powders but they're a pain. So apparently this paint I also got from them is like liquid weathering powder. It's like, you know how you mix powders, you can mix them with water and then paint them on and then it dries like a powder. Well, this is just already that in liquid form. You paint it on, then it when it, as it dries, it looks like it's been powdered, like weathered powdered. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like yes. pre-mixed. Pre yeah, so it's like weathering powder, but zero skill required, which I'm all about. I'm all with this. Yeah, yeah, so I'll I'll do some um I'll do some test paints with the frost and the rust and everything, and I'll post them up on the Facebook for everyone to see, yeah. on the uh, Iron Cage Facebook page, because I'm just curious. I don't even know what I'll use them for. I just wanted to buy them and see what they did. Yeah, I I I do like seeing the examples from people in the group and like in the multiple uh like different chats that we got going around. Just like I think knowing somebody who's done it and can tell you like, hey. I mean, as many videos as I watch, I still will have questions afterwards. So, like having having you to go and experiment with this, and I'm I'm doing my stuff with contrast, and I don't want to go into what I've done on the other end of it. But like, yeah, just it it it's good to see people experimenting and finding other cool things like the sponging and stuff that you've done, yeah. and then being like, if I try that and be like, help, I fucked this up. You can be like, James, you dum dum. I said, put the um. Uh, seal it in with like a gloss finish or like a gloss varnish before you put the oils on because now you've put like something that's mixed with white spirit and you've just stripped the paint off and maybe dissolved the model underneath as well you know no james paint the armor of the titan separately don't glue it on first and then paint it no i got an airbrush fuck you i i can handle that this now help i it it will it'll help if it will doesn't it help i don't, I don't honestly no, I, it won't help me take the armor panel. You can spray the solvent up underneath the armor panel. It's easier now. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> why, why do you guys hurt me? Um, so what have you been hobbying up to, uh, Craig? Um, not a lot. Um, I've been doing a bunch of printing for other people at the moment. Um, so I printed a dragon last tower. Oh, nice. That is a dragon dice tower he held up. Yes. Goldish. Uh, it's about the it size of a, like a gold metallic. bad dragon uh, dildo, if anybody's familiar. Uh, I'm just going to raise the question uh, of, are you guys 
pro or against dice towers? For for wargaming or role playing games? Uh, as long as like for role playing stuff, I don't mind them. Even for wargaming, it's just like as long as you got space to use it. Uh, like if you're if you've got limited space, like you're playing on a like a small table, like a say a four by four, and you don't have enough room to fill everyone's uh, like character sheets and the map and all that kind of stuff, and somebody insists on using their dice tower, which takes up a third of the space on the table. Yeah, you know, it's like no, but mm. uh, otherwise I don't particularly mind. Like it's not like there's much really skill in the way you roll dice. Uh, regardless of what the guy who wrote that June game thinks. <laughs> right. What about I, your thoughts, James? I I am opposed to dice towers uh, for wargaming. Uh, for wargaming, I I I yo I, I gotta I gotta grab all my small dice in two hands and dump them into a tray. Um, I not felt lined either, just like plastic, so you can't hear what I'm saying over the top of all the rattling. Um, uh, but I got to roll like a hundred dice very quickly in in wargaming, so no, no, thank you. Uh, for for role playing, fuck it, whatever, I don't care. Like, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't really get a chance to role play anymore. I'm a bit too busy. But um, yeah, you role play dad every day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more more like LARPing, I think. Um. The the amount yeah. of costume usage is is probably in line <laughs> with the you know, yeah, with LARPing. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've never like my my group was never really into those. Like we we got like a lot of sets of dice when we were playing RPGs. Like just we we had like big metal D twenties and shit like that that just like wreck your table, uh, shit like that. That's just like stupid stupid shit. But never yeah. never like big dice towers or anything that kind of get in the way. Um, Right, ben, what Another. about you? Ooh. Uh no, I think they're dumb. In wargaming? Both. Uh wargaming. I barely like dice trays. Like I think if you've got room to put a dice tray or a dice tower, you've got room to roll a handful of dice. Just don't throw them halfway across the table. It, it's not hard. Right. I'm I'm calling you out on the air. Uh yep. we, when we play, because I, I know you beat Manny and Craig. Uh, when we play, if I win, you got to turn that the the triple bastion into a dice tower. Oh, well, it's got to be at least able to function as a dice tower as well, in, in, in addition to its primary function. And, it, and if you uh, win, which is more certain, you can you can steal something off me, or I don't know something else. I think I could turn it into a dice tower. It's got a big fortress door on the front. I'd remove that or have it removable, and then put some plastic card on the inside to like form a funnel down to that door. So okay, all right. I accept your challenge. Yeah, put, um, put those skills to use. Yep. Uh, yeah. In terms of role-playing games, yeah, as Craig said, the table is usually pretty full of character sheets, beverages. Uh, like the DM will might have like a map or something, which takes up a lot of room. Uh, so if you like, just roll the dice on your character sheet. You're only usually rolling one or two dice at a time. It's not hard. I got one for you. What about yep. rolling it in the half-empty pizza boxes that you've got all over the table? Uh, that's fine if it's your dice, because they'll get greasy and cheesy. As long um, as you can roll them in that empty pizza box until you wash them. Yeah, although I think... Uh, well, 
ninety percent of the time I'm the DM and it's usually at my place. Uh, so as soon as I see like an empty pizza box on the table, I'm chucking it out or somewhere else so it's not on the table in the way. Um, I, the, so okay, not so applicable. I said, I said half empty pizza boxes. Right? Oh, half empty. Okay. And, and here's here's the here's the follow up question: Would you roll in somebody else's half empty pizza box, knowing that they might eat it? Like it's your own dice, but it's their pizza or their half Ooh. a pizza. Why do I feel like you've done this? I, you're asking for validation. It's very very specific. I I don't think it's a crime I've committed, but I'm rarely the DM, uh, and you don't want me at the helm, right? Like you you want me as like an antagonist, not a not the the, the dungeon master. But I, oh. I figure if you've done a lot of dungeon mastering, you just like as you're gonna kill a character, you're just like, hey, and I'm gonna roll it in your own fucking pizza box. Take that. Right. Nerd. What's worse, you rolling your dice in someone else's pizza box that still has pizza in it that they're gonna eat, or you rolling someone else's dice in your pizza box that still has pizza in it? I wouldn't want to eat somebody else's dirty dice hands on my pizza, hey. Yeah. No, but you're, you're rolling their dice. They may or may not have used the dice already, but it's theirs. You're rolling it in your pizza box. So Did you... I... Who, nah, because their dice, their dice are unclean. Yes. I don't even want to touch other people's dice, man. That's fucked up as well. But nah, that's, that's all, right. all bad. Interesting philosophical question of the day. Okay. Uh yeah, hobbying stuff. Great. Where were we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've, I've done a bunch of printing and stuff like that. Uh, I've primed the terrain for our event at my lab. Uh, I need to finish painting that in the next couple of weeks. So it's ready for Moab. Moab if, event is approaching soon. If yes. you need a hand, um, undercoating it, I've got my airbrush now. So. I can badly do that with, as long as you don't need any kind of highlighting or anything useful. The Iron Cage Moab 30k event, just a month away. Yes. If you share the link in the chat, it's only going to be me and Craig that see yes. it. <laughs> uh, by the time you upload this episode, it's probably already happened. Oh, man. Excellent. <laughs> that is a possibility. Ow yeah, ouch. Ouch. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Fuck. Took you a second. <laughs> I oh, I wasn't expecting you to come at me like that. I um Oh, I've 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 I'm uh, so like if if you've noticed my microphone's a little bit uh, better than it was previously and a little bit better than uh, at least Craig's. Um I've got a, a nice uh sort of like omnidirectional mic, but sort of like a, a like a proper podcasting one. Um and I'm gonna find ways to get one to you guys using my uh five finger discount. Um Actually, I, I feel like we can talk about it at this point. Um, Manny's in prison because he helped me knock over a bank, um, and they caught him, obviously, because I'm faster than him at running. Uh, so I got away with the money, and yeah, we'll buy we'll buy uh, Craig and uh, Ben new headsets, and uh, Manny can just, I don't know. I don't think they can get them into prison, and I don't think you want to smuggle this into prison. He's holding um, up a latch. I, I like looking microphone. I, I believe in you, James. I can believe you can fit it up there. <laughs> no, I'm too pretty for prison. Up the old prison pocket. Um, yep. Anyway, so is is that all your stuff, Ben? Or are you still got? I mean, sorry, Craig. Um, I can hijack him if you want. No. <laughs> uh, no, that's all. That's all I've gotten up to in the last couple of weeks, which is unfortunate. But I've been struggling with hobby hobby stuff at the moment. 
Oh, I was going to ask about the Dark Angels. Are you, have you got an army that you're going to swap to while you put them on hold, or are you... I'm still deciding what I'm going to do for that. Uh, I want to get some tanks and stuff done for my mech, because my mech is all currently robots and infantry, which is cool, but the tanks, the, the tanks are pretty good, so uh, I could do an Ordinatus. Um, we'll see. I haven't really thought about what I want to put, but the, the, uh, I've been inspired by some other people's armies I've seen online that have got some of their tanks, so I'm like, mm, I'll get a couple of tanks, I think. You could put a demon engine in there. Like, are we going to skip past what I've been painting and just go straight into the fucking <laughs> demon engines, you bastards? Well, you, you've just been uh, practicing your dagger strokes for your airbrush, right? My dagger strokes? You don't even know what I'm talking about. Uh-uh. It's the uh, like, a line thing with the airbrush pushing and pulling back. I... I, I I oh that 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 stupid nozzle that is the the pressure and also the percentage of paint going through the nozzle, that is the most. I who who did that? Like it, it has to be a French dude. Like that is the most wanky design I've ever seen. It's I I hate it so much. I yeah I struggle well, with it. I I don't know how you would control it, the air pressure and the like on at least on off, and paint flow, otherwise. Yeah. Like, yeah. otherwise, you'd be trying to operate it with two fingers instead, which would be... Well, I suppose you could have, like, a foot pedal for, like, air pressure. Sometimes you just got to operate things with more than one finger. That's true. All right. All right. Um, okay, so, yeah, I, I airbrushed all of the red on my Loyalist Salamanders. Um, now the prototype model, which is actually also my Salamander Praetor with... Uh, uh, Dragon's Breath Pistol and uh, Paragon Blade, and this Paragon Blade, I'm, I, I got to start taking bets on it. This shit is not going to last like a single game. Like I'm just barely going to make it through. And it, like I've done a, a huge, weird, hollowed-out center of a blade. I think I stole like the one of the the energy weapons from uh, Halo for it. Um, and it's it's not it's it's not very strong. Uh, I printed out, oh sorry, I painted up that entire army. Like I airbrushed them. Um, I did some medics and some mortars for my militia. Um, I slap-chopped my way through a bunch of uh, Underworld stuff. Um, not not really finished it, but like did all the blocking of the colors on them and stuff, and I've got like um, witch elves, vampires and shit, like blue hair, uh, mentally unstable ones. Um, but like I haven't done all the, the metals to finish them off, and I've got to do oils and, and stuff over the top to weather it and make it look really nice. Um, and then nobody will play Underworlds with me, so I don't even know why I'm doing that at all. Um, and I painted up, oh, I sorry, I printed and painted, um, or painted recently, um, uh, Sisters of Sigma for Mordheim. And I've got like 21 of them. And I'm, I've done all the black and the white on them. Um, I went with uh, sort of like the ye old school black and white uh, nuns. Uh, they got a bit of a bondage vibe on them. Uh, but I haven't painted any of their uh, steel whips purple. So they don't look like they're holding uh, like big rubber dildos, like double ended purple ones yet. But I, I, I will do it probably on the 21st model that I paint. Um, yeah. So, oh, so like, yeah, like airbrushing is cool. Um, I think I don't know how to use it properly yet, but I do know how to clean it and I do know how to reassemble it after I was unscrewing one thing and then the whole thing just came apart on me. Uh, luckily, I got most of the paint out by then. So I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, I guess this is either I'm going to figure this out or I'm not airbrushing ever again. And that was a, like, I don't know, like a $200 air, <laughs> airbrush of a single army or something like that. Um, but yeah, I got it, got it back together and I think that's okay. Like, I think it's, it's, I think it's probably more or less fine. Um, 
it's so much faster for doing the base coats of things. Yes. Um, but I, I don't really have the skill yet to do Zenithal highlights or any of the other stuff that I've, I know other people can do in like proper shading and stuff. Um, uh, Zenithal highlights is super easy. You just kind of spray a lot of color from the top. Yeah, and I, you, I, can I, it, you can do it with rattle cans. I, I, I have done it in the past with rattle cans, um, like, like dusting from the bottom with a black, like chaos black, and then afterwards like dusting from the top with like a skull white or whatever the, the thing is. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah, that, that was fine. Um, but yeah, like I, I just haven't tried doing it yet with the airbrush. And I, my, um, my steadiness of like holding that, that little lever and, and pulling back on it so that it, it sprays like the right amount of paint and air, it, it, it kind of scares me because every time I do it, I look at the model that I've just airbrushed and I'm like, this dude looks like the paint is on way too thick. It looks like it's it's still wet and bubbly, or it look at it, it looks like it's you put you know when you when you undercoat or you put too much paint on, like if you hold the can too close to the model, and the the, the undercoat is a little bit too thick, and it's yeah, still yeah. wet after spraying it. It it kind of looks like that when I'm doing the airbrushing, and I think I, I probably just need to look at a few more guides and stuff to to get up with it. But it's it's pretty good. The next time I do an army from scratch, I think it'll be really beneficial. Uh, um, yeah. Slight, slightly related to that still damp area kind of look. Uh, you guys probably experienced it because you do some resin printing, both of you. But uh, you know how you, you sometimes print some resin models and like one part might not have cured properly like in the printer before you do the separate cure and it's like transparent looking, like kind of tacky, like yeah. really smooth looking. Uh, and then sometimes it's fine. You just cure it again and it might be fine. Uh, but have you ever had areas on the model that you cure properly? Like it probably came out of the printer fine and you cure it again. Uh, but it's slightly curved or at a weird angle that just makes it look super shiny and uncured? Or is it just me? I I, I haven't seen that. I, I did have something that shattered um, that I hollowed out myself because I was like, I'm going to yep. save resin. And then I obviously, like it didn't all get washed out and whatever. And then... I don't know, it was just sitting in the garage and just kind of cracked. It didn't explode, but it yep. it cracked apart. And I was like, what the fuck? And yeah, just... Mm. Yeah, I've just had a few models that have had uh, like an angle at a weird angle or a slight curve that's come out so perfectly smooth that it looks wet and uncured, even though it's dry. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else has experienced that with printing. Yeah, it'll just be like one little tiny bit and you're like, huh, that's weird. Yeah, I'll, oh, oh no, I've got a little uncured bit, and you touch it with something, you're like, oh, no, it's just really smooth. Does it, um, does it still hold paint, and then, like, like undercoat and, and Oh, yeah, paint? like, it's 100% fine, it just looks like wow. it's uncured. Nice. Because of how smooth it is. Just that, like, one little angle that, like, however you orientated it when it printed, just printed that layer, like, super well. I guess it all depends on, like, what color resin as well you're using, that would, it would show up easier on some. But either yeah. way, just thought it, someone else might have seen it. Oh, I'll let you know the next time I get a successful print out of my machine. <laughs> Speaking um, of wet and uncured, uh, let's talk about some demon engines. Good. I like that. that. Four out of five on that segue. <laughs> um, that was total non-sequitur. Yeah. Should we... Uh, okay, so skip past all the, the fluff and nonsense, get to page oh, yeah, eight. Never, yeah, never read any yeah. of the story. Uh, so, yeah, so we're talking uh, about... Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so as I say, for everyone who doesn't know, 
uh, Games Workshop dropped the a supplementary list for Demon Engines recently. Um, it's all for trader stuff, and I imagine a lot of this stuff is going to be part of the Mechanicum, or Dark Mechanicum stuff when it ever hits, if it ever hits. Oh, yep. what if it's part of the Demons book? Nah. nah. Someone's not coming out? <laughs> We're going to get yeah. Dark Mechanicus before Demons? Well, no, because uh, this will be, like, I reckon this will be part of, or be, uh, like, it will be mentioned in the Demon, the uh, Mechanicum book, or whatever it is, uh, versus the Demons is specifically going to be about Demons. But, so, yeah, I think all these ones will not be in the Dark Mechanicum book. I think they'll come out with new original ones, but use the corrupted engine subtype from this PDF. That is very likely. Like I said, they, they might call back to them. And I think there's some that don't exist. That like the models exist, but they they haven't used in this yet, isn't there? Uh, not that I can think of. Uh, yeah. So uh, GW came out with this list, uh, allowing you to use the weird 40k demon vehicle models uh, for 30k. Not all of them, though, right? Uh, there's only four of them here. I can't think of any that are missing. Not like oh. the weird new 40k stuff, like the old Forge World stuff. Okay, that makes yeah. a bit more sense. Yeah, you're not getting every weird chaos thing. Uh, but they've all got the corrupted engine subtype, uh, which gives them fear one if they didn't already have it. Uh, none of the ones here already have fear, so all these ones will just have fear one. Uh, anything that affects corrupted also affects this. Uh, they're immune to, uh, immune to fear. They automatically pass regroup tests and cannot fail a morale check due to our weapons are useless. Uh, they can still fail morale checks as normal, uh, but instead of falling back, they lose D3 wounds and do not fall back. Uh, can't undo any saves on those wounds. Uh, anything that has the force or psychic focus, uh, psychic focus special rule does instant death against these dudes. Uh, so there's a lot of psychic powers that have their their gun versions have psychic focus or force. Um, yep, I, that's why we covered quite a few of like the legion yes. specific ones that were like a um, who who was it that gave the, like a like a, a 72 inch was that? Uh, I think all the shooting ones might have the psychic focus rule, or at least a lot of them. Yeah, most um, of them do. So I think there's a couple that don't have the extra effect. Yeah, uh, but. That won't help you against the vehicle uh, or the, the demon engines with an armor value. Because uh. instant death doesn't do anything against them. Uh, also, the ones that do have a toughness value, they're immune to instant death. They just suffer D3 wounds instead. So Ooh. You're yeah, still going to do a lot of damage with, uh, with psychic weapons against them. I still reckon if you double out a Dreadnought, fuck him. Let him die. Yeah, kill. Like, if you have a strength 14 weapon, it should instant kill a Dreadnought. They should be dead. Yep. Uh, yeah, so there's two ways of getting these dudes in your army. Uh, you can give get your Legion Pravian, uh, who can usually take some Castorax or some Vorax. Uh, instead of taking those, he can take one Demon Engine instead. Uh, Demon Engine will use up a Force Organization slot appropriate to whatever it usually does uh, instead of getting him for free. So that'll be a Lord of War or a Fast Attack or a Heavy Support, depending on which Demon Engine you have. But you still get to add your Legion Special Rules on top. 
which could be quite interesting. You'd, you'd have to think about what kind of stuff you could add on. I'm thinking uh, like the Iron Hands rule, like minus one incoming ranged attack strength could be pretty good. Yeah. Iron Warriors one, plus one strength against other vehicles. That, yeah. Imperial Fist one, not so helpful. I don't think any of these guns are listed as bolt or auto weapons or anything. Because all the weapons out of this list are just in a single list called new weapons. Nice. Nice. So screw Imperial Fist for once. Not that you'd ever take traitor to Imperial Fist and give them a demon engine. I mean, you could. You yeah. definitely could. I mean, maybe you should. James, there you are. You, could, you should run some demon engines with your traitor Imperial Fists. I um I I I don't think I'm gonna run Trader and Pearl Fists. Um and if I did, I probably wouldn't run these guys with them. I like I've already got a reputation for too many dreads. If I'm gonna be a bad guy, I might as well just run the dreads again. Yeah. That's true. Um, but these guys are worse than dreads. Like like worse as in oh no, worse? Um, or... no, no. Worse oh. as in like some of them are oh no and some of them are just worse. Some are okay. better, some are worse than a normal dreadnought. Uh, so the second way to get them in your army is in a Mechanicum army. Uh, you can just take them as part of the detachment, and you can cast some special Cybernetica on them to make them extra good. Um, so you can pick up to... Uh, there's a list of three effects. You can choose one, or you can do the, the Cyber Check and pick two, uh, as usual, from a lot of the, the Cybernetica stuff. So what's it do? So yeah, they're actually pretty cool. Yeah, so you can make a guy move. It's uh, a modified initiative characteristic. That's yeah. you just get good. a yeah, just a free move of up to their initiative characteristic. What's the nearest enemy are, unit? I think most of these things are four, so that's pretty decent. Uh, then you can improve their vulnerable save by one to a maximum of three plus. Yeah, so I think uh, all these guys have a invulnerable save of five up. I know one of them has a six up. The others all have five. They're, they're called Malefic Aegis, which is just an invulnerable save. Um, yeah. You get them up to a four up, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And then you can add one to weapon skill and initiative characteristics until the end of the next assault phase. Yep, that's, that's the best one. That's really, really fucking spicy because the... Yep. Was it the Chitons Initiative 4 and Weapon Skill 6 already? <laughs> yeah. So you do the Psychic Check, give them an extra Weapon Skill and Initiative, and also up their Invulnerable Save and send them hacking into combat. Away yeah. they go. Done. Wow. I, I do not like that at all. Uh, if you pick that Cyber Right, uh, you also get a Shooting Attack, which is Range 18, Strength 5, AP 3. Eh. Uh, it's Assault 3. Does deflagrate and blind though, uh, and cybersurgic focus, which is just you pass a, uh, the the like the cyber psychic check to use it. Otherwise, oh, you okay. suffer feedback. Kind of thing. It's not like the the psychic one where you get to like a psychic focus where you get to double it. It's just like, hey, do this or die. Or well, some of the psychic ones are the same where you use it or die, or some of them are able to double it. This one is just take the check to use it. Yeah, okay. If you fluff the check, you take. You take a point of damage and then you just can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's Assault 3, AP 3. It does blind. It's okay. I, I, I think it's probably the 
off the top of my head, it's probably the best of the cyberthergic guns. Yeah, they're not great. Or the, be- the best generalist one. Are the... There's a couple of them that are really good against like tanks and dreads and stuff because yep. they they don't affect people, but they just like cause haywire hits. Yeah, I think one of them is D6 haywire hits. So yeah, that's pretty spicy. Uh, those who saw the GW's half-hearted uh, demon PDF uh, like a month or two ago that introduced the special characters and the demon brutes. Uh, we'll have seen the Etheric Dominion special rule, uh, which was also part of the old um, first edition Demon uh, PDF, where it's basically not the four Chaos Gods right of war like thing. Uh, so there was like the not corn ability called Heedless Slaughter and so on and so forth. Uh, they're back for this, although there's only two of them. There's Heedless Slaughter and I think. Uh, like the undivided-ish one, Malevolent Artifice. Um, so in the Demon PDF, you got to pick which one you wanted to apply to your demons. This is a set one. So I think um, I think three out of the four have the the corn Heedless Slaughter one, and one of them has the Malevolent Artifice. So you got you don't get to pick; they're just added on top. They're an extra little special rule. Off the top of my head, that's because three of them are corn Demon engines. Yes, <laughs> yes, they are. So the the corn one just means you if you can charge, uh, you have to. If there were, if there's an enemy unit within eight inches, uh, you have to charge it. Um, but you get plus one to your charge roll, uh, plus one to combat resolution, and plus one to sweeping advance rolls. It's fine. Nothing's yeah. wrong with it. Always be charging, and yeah. if you do charge, do better. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like it. It definitely pushes them into their, like, shtick of corn wants to punch stuff in the face. So we yes. punch stuff in the face. Yep. The uh, Malevolent Artifice one, uh, if you do a wound to the Demon Engine uh, and the strength of the attack is lower than the Demon Engine's toughness, uh, the Demon Engine gets to re-roll any failed armor saves. Uh, kind of neat. It's quite wordy. I imagine you like it. It, it kind of seems like that's going to be frustrating to. I oh, will. Uh, so that one it only applies to one, and uh, that's the decimator, which is kind of the the leviathan sized dish dreadnought. Uh, oh, that's yeah, a, like... um, it'll come into play because that thing has toughness seven. Yeah. Uh, so if you yeah if you hit it with anything strength six or less, it'll be using its two up rerollable armor save. Yeah. So this is the Volkite Culverin Hunter, right? Yeah, it's it, yeah, these small arms. Good so luck. Instead of how many, how many, how many wounds does it have? It uh, has. Uh, I think it's very similar to a Leviathan. It's got seven wounds. So you'd need forty-two wounds on it um, to kill it normally from Volkite Culverins because it's got a two-up. Um, yep. It would instead need eighty-four. Give uh, no, isn't it six times that amount? Yes. Yes, it is. I yeah. No, the math get like you're not. That's you're like not killing culverins. Yeah, it's like two hundred and fifty-ish shots or something. And that that's not that's not hits. That's or like not shots. That's wounds, which you're going yeah. through. Like you're like you're losing two thirds. Um, and then yeah, it, it's yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. still got its five up involve, which you can add to a four up involve. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, anyway, those are the two etheric dominion special rules you can add on top. Uh, so the actual units themselves, there's only four of them. Uh, I don't think we'll get any more, because these are just kind of the old Forge World models. I don't think mm. they're going to add any of the weird 40k stuff just yet. Yeah, I mean, there's no, like, a, a players and some other stuff. I'm sure there's more. Well, they had the weird, like, clean bloat drone things, but they're just in the Mechanicum list. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's, um... Yeah, the, and they made the crawler tank thing a um, yeah, a normal thing too. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah, the Heldrake, the big flyer thing. Oh, the weird forty k thing. Is it a forty k thing? I don't know. The the big flying goofy dragon thing. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's just a forty k model. And and I also believe it's a plastic kit. Yeah, it's, um, that's just a regular oh. GW model. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the first one is the Kaitan Demon Engine, which is the top half of the Lord of Blood blood tank model on goofy-looking legs. I, I don't the like leg, the model at all. The, the legs are much better than the Lord of Blood model, but I I I demand the right to use the Lord of Blood instead of a Kaitan yeah, Engine. I, I, wish they'd, it's yeah. look. I wish they'd just added rules for the Lord of Blood. I yeah. admit that it looks stupid as well, but an endearing kind of stupid. Whereas the Kaitan engine, I think, just looks a bit goofy. Like, something's up with the proportions. It's What weird. I don't like about it, well, I mean, if it was designed for that other thing and then Forge World was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, guys, what did you do? Let's put legs on it instead of this weird blood bucket yeah. that it's got. I, I I don't like that it can't have any upgrades looking at the, the data sheet for it. Like, it, it's just, hey, here's this. Uh, I think that's because the Forge World model didn't have any options on it. Yeah, it probably only comes with the single Gatling cannon thing and the cleaver. Um, you could probably make up something because it's night. It's apparently night sized. Yes. Uh, uh, so you could you could probably graft night bits onto it, but yeah. So there's no, there's no anyway. rules for that, right? Like, there's no weapon options to be able to do that. No, no. no. Like it's like anything you would do would have, would be custom, and that's not what GW is doing. With yeah the stuff so it's it's uh it's comparable to a questorus knight um or would it be closer to a carastus knight it no i, I think it's i think it's much better than oh maybe uh, i don't know i think it might be much better than a knight i think just because it's it's got it's got four attacks right oh it's uh it's actually very similar in stat wise to a knight lancer um, That's quite yeah, so the, the demon engine is 20 points more. They've oh. got the sa same armor values, uh, 13, 12, 12. Uh, the Kaitan has one more hull point at 8 compared to 7. Mm -hmm. uh, both got 4 attacks, 4 initiative. Uh, both got 14 movement, which is a big number. Uh, both strength 9, but the Kaitan has weapon skill 6, whereas the Knight Lancer only has 4. Um, Knight Lancer does have a better shield, though. It's got a four-up um, invol uh, against shooting, and then a, a, its weird shield thing in combat. Uh, but the Kaitan has Hammer of Wrath four. That's four straight-up strength nine hits to start with. It's also got Rampage D three, which is nice. Um, I, I, and the cleaver of slaughter that it's using is pretty ridiculous. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, scary. it's only as strong as a Solarite Power Gauntlet, but... Yeah, strength 10 AP2. It does have Brutal 3 and Shred. So Yeah, the Brutal 3 is pretty good, hey? Yeah, you will be killing what you hit, strength 10 as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Because uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a knight at initiative 1, it can do its, uh, its stomps, which will be 4 plus D3 strength 9 hits. Uh, at AP2. Uh, still have to hit with its weapon skill, but it is weapon skill 6. Um, and it's getting... It's getting plus 1 to the uh, the charge, and plus 1 to the... the plus 1 to win combat, and... Yes, from the Heatless Slaughter. To, to chase after them. Is it is it able to pursue? Because it's a... Mm. It's, I don't think it can, because I don't think knights in general can. Because when I take my knight household, I have to give my knights a specific upgrade that lets them do a sweeping advance. Okay. So I don't think this guy can sweeping advance. Alright. I don't think knights can. Uh, it does have the flank speed rule. Which I can't remember what that does, but knight lancers have it. Do knights cause fear? Uh, no. I think so. These guys do though, because of the demon engine, yeah. The demon engine rule, which is no, nice. Do, uh, do knights have the corrupted, or oh, sorry, not the corrupted, the um, the atomantic deflector thing of like, hey, instant death is just d three wounds, or? Oh well, no, they've got um, armor values, so oh, they're okay. super heavy. So yeah, yeah basically the same thing. Like explode results do d three against them, or d three plus yeah. one. Yeah, they've just got different rules for their ion shields and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think they're you'd um. If you had a Mechanicum guy accompanying him, giving him plus one weapon skill and initiative, I think he could tear other knights apart in a single round of combat. Yeah, that's uh, you'd have the Mechanicum guy floating around giving him that, and if you really wanted to be on the nose, you'd make, give him uh, the four-up involved as well. I don't think the other yep. power helps him. Oh, I guess if you wanted him to move... 18 inches up the board in the first turn. Yeah. But either way, so, um, 420 points, he's not terrible. You'd have to give him the right targets. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think he's fine. Um, I don't like the model hugely. It's okay. Rules-wise, it's completely fine. It's not overpowered. I, I think yeah. he's, like, especially also, like, he, he gives, like, I think any word, world, world, world eaters, oh, sorry, I was going to say word bearers, um, any, any world eaters army, I think, like, ACB, just slap it in there. Um, this thing is really good at murdering Terminators with its Brutal 3. Super fucking fast, four attacks. And the, the part that's horrifying is its weapon skill 6, right? Yes. Its Contemptors are hitting it on 5s. It is hitting Contemptors on 3s, and it is doing a lot of fucking wounds to them when it does. With Brutal, yeah. Yeah. And then stomping on them. But, I mean, it, it is double a Contemptor, so... Mm. Yeah, it is 420. It's not cheap. But you should get some use out of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that is the Kaitan Demon Engine. Uh, the most, well, not it's not the most expensive. We got the most expensive coming up next at twenty points more, four hundred and forty points. Uh, the Greater Brass Scorpion. Uh, I was uh, joyed to see this because I've got two unassembled uh, Brass Scorpions sitting in a bits box. I was like, oh yeah, finally a reason to put them together and use them. Is there a reason to, or is there a way to use two of these? No, which I discovered shortly after and then was less happy. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, uh, as far as I can tell, there is no way to use more than one because they're Lords of War. Um, and then I looked at the rules, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess it, I guess it's fine." Okay, so what do we got? What do we got on it that sucks? Uh, again, it's similar to a knight. Uh, it's got one extra armor point on the side. Uh, it goes up to eight hull points, which is pretty big. It's only got three attacks though. Uh, movement 10, it's slower. It's the same as a normal Questorus Knight. Uh, weapon skill 5 is nice, though. Although Questorus Knights can get that as an upgrade. Um, strength 9, same as a normal Knight. So, sitting mostly around Knight stats, but it is uh, about 50 points more expensive than a normal Knight. Uh, it does have a lot of weapons on it. Uh... Yeah, it's got um, it's got a turret-mounted scorpion cannon in its tail. It's like a big, double, big, uh, heavy stubber kind of deal. Lots of shots. It's a nine-shot gun, three-pinion shot. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what's the stats on that, Craig? Uh, so, 30-inch range, strength 5, AP 4, assault 9, pinning and shred. So, the scorpion cannon. Uh, the it's got a despoiler cannon as well, doesn't it? The despoiler. Uh, yeah, it's got a, a bunch of things. Um, yeah, despoiler cannon, uh, which is twenty-four inch range. I think it's just a demolisher cannon. Uh, possibly twenty-four inch range, strength ten, AP three, ordnance one, three-inch blast, thunder, rending, five up, and brutal three. Yeah, I think that's just demolisher cannon. Yeah. But I mean, that's not bad. I, that's still pretty good. Uh, then it's got, I think it's two of these, the Helmore Cannons, which are just flamer templates of a Strength 7, AP4, Assault 1 with 6-inch turret. Yep. Uh, they're hull-mounted, though, although the actual weapon is mounted on their arms. Oh. They need to be, they need to be arm-mounted rules-wise, because uh, with knights, arm-mounted weapons can be used as defensive weapons. Uh, I wish they were, so you could use these as defensive flamers. Yeah, and then it's got the Hellcrusher Claws, which are its uh, Dreadnought uh, weapons, which are not quite as good as regular Dreadnought weapons. No, they're not. Strength 10, AP 2, Melee, Brutal 2, and Sunder. Yeah, they're, they're Strength 10, which is slightly better than the Dreadnought's 9. Um, I guess useful against Custodes. Uh, only Brutal 2 does have Sunder. Um... Yeah, cool. Got two the, of them, so it gets four attacks. Like the 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 fact that it's it's doubling out custodies is kind of balanced out by the fact that it's not brutal three though. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Because I mean, it, it's it's going to be killing two dudes. Or yeah, from from being. Oh no, it won't. If it's brutal, it yeah. Well, it's only weapon score five, so it's hitting custodies on fours. Unless you give it the the cyber upgrade thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's got Hammer of Wrath 4 again, Rampage D3 again, uh, 5 up in bowl, the Heedless Slaughter Dominion for the extra charge range. I was, I was going to say, I think this this thing's in a weird spot because it seems like the, the guns are equal to the claws and anything that's kind of like, hey, I'm I'm bad at shooting, bad at combat. I, I, don't, I don't know where that lives. Um, yeah. For 440 points. Yeah, it yeah. kind of wants, wants to be like, what? Uh, like 12 to 14 inches away just shooting stuff because uh, it's the range of the flamers. Uh, yeah, and the demolisher. 
but then charging as well. I guess um, if you run it towards the enemy, it is only movement 10, so you move it up, you get a cyber dude to give it extra weapon skill and initiative. You get it within, say, 12 inches of the enemy. Uh, since, it's a super, uh, since it is a super heavy, you can split fire. So you fire the scorpion cannon at the target you want to charge, maybe pin them, that'd be nice. And then you fire the flamers at someone else if you can reach, as well as the demolisher cannon at someone else. Uh, then you charge the original target, and you're hitting at weapon skill six, initiative five, yeah. uh, which is not—it's not terrible. Um, yeah, you're killing a couple of dudes, but you're not—you're not going to bury everybody, right? Uh, it's a knight still, so you still get the stomps, and you are hitting with four hammer of wrath hits. Do you think that the um? The uh, so it's got it's three attacks plus one for the ex- uh, for the charge, right? If you're if you're charging a unit, you will be outnumbered, so you get the rampage rule of an extra d three attacks. Uh, so so it, not... it, so we've got four like three three base four for the charge d three. Let's say we get one more, so we're up to what five attacks? Yeah, like five five to seven attacks. But then also, does it get an extra attack for having two Hellcrusher claws? Yes. Okay. So, because I mean, they're, they're like, even if they are specialist weapons, it's the same fucking thing twice, right? So, yes. So, you're right. getting four, five attacks on the charge. So, you'd probably get an average of seven, maybe eight attacks. You're hitting things on threes. So, you're so getting... it's, it's doing okay, right? Yeah. It's doing okay. And then you're getting three plus D3 stomps afterwards. And you're also getting the four hammer of wrath on the way in. It's I... not terrible, but it is 440 points. Yeah, yeah, it's. We'll see. I'd like to see it in in play. Um, I I think if you can get it into like Terminators weapon skill six, if you've magicked it up, that like getting into Terminators and killing a like I don't know like Terminators initiative five, like doubling them out or whatever, like just making them roll yep. a whole bunch of um brutal. Uh, what yeah, I'm saying. You're yeah, hitting yeah. them. Yeah, you're hitting them with the hammer wrath at strength nine, which could double them, but you'd need to roll the roll one. Hitting them with a whole bunch of brutal two hits, and then hitting them with about five or six stomps, which are strength nine AP two as well. Afterwards, um, you're probably winning combat. You got fear, so they're probably running away. You get plus one to combat res, so that's an extra minus one. You just can't do a sweeping advance afterwards. Why not? Because you're a knight. Oh. Oh, so it's like the, having that that extra bonus to the um, sweeping advance for being a, a corn demon engine or whatever it was, like the heedless slaughter demon engine. That's wasted on all of them. That are... uh, it'll only come into play, I believe, on the next unit. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, it's just that the two of them have been knights, so they're not able to make use of it. Yeah, okay. but yeah, uh, it's it's okay. It's very expensive what it does. I'd it's like better than being overpowered. Yeah, I'd like to see it out in the field before we before we say like, "Hey, drop the points on it for our games." Yeah, I um, probably will put mine together and use it just for an excuse to use it on the field and for me to put it together. Do both, and I'll borrow them if I ever play traders. I'll borrow the second one. Yeah, <laughs> we can, we can fight them against, against each other. Absolutely. All right. Uh, next one, the Blood Slaughterer. Full name. Uh, less cool mean? model. It's like a little dreadnought. It's like a little six-legged. Murder insect dreadnought. Oh, yeah, it's like they took it, the top half of a domitar, put it on 
like little skittery legs and gave it yep. stabby arms. I was going to yep. say it kind of looks like Perturabo's, um top bit of his suit of armor, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It's uh, it's got stats kind of comparable to a box dreadnought. Yeah. Kind of, but with movement nine and weapon skill five with skill three, though. Mm. Uh, strength toughness six, only five wounds, only initiative three, uh, four attacks, leadership nine. It's got a three up save. It's a fast attack choice, though. Oh, no. And I you, don't like that at all. But it is only 110 points, and you can take up to three of them in a unit. Yeah, so you could have nine of these fucking things skittering along the battlefield. No, thanks. No. Uh, yeah, I think. Can you only take one? I doesn't say you can't. So can you only take one, dude? Or, or is it just because most of them are Lords of War? You would be able to take more than one. Well, you could take three. Uh, it's a talent, like a dreadnought. So you could take three units. You could, of three of them. Yeah, you could take at least three. So you, a Legion Pravian can take, take a unit. So you'd need one Legion Pravian you, per unit. So you have to be playing Mechanicum, trade Mechanicum, trade Mechanicum, to take. Three units of them. I, I'm not yeah. sure you'd want to take three units. Who has nine of them? I mean, I mean, they got a three D printer and then a, yeah, maybe. I, yeah. If for whatever reason you had nine of them, go for it. But uh, like, I just like we're purely at list building. I, I, that's a, that's that's nearly a thousand points in one basket. I'm not sure yeah. it's entirely worth it. Uh, so yeah, it's got heedless slaughter like the other three. Uh, furious charge one. Cool. Um, hit and yeah. run. It's got a six up involved instead of five. It's got move through cover. Um, it is unit type dreadnought uh, corrupted engine. So yeah. all the other rules that apply to dreadnoughts apply to this, which aren't many. Um, it comes with two slaughterer blades, uh, which are okay. They're okay for a 110 point model. So slaughterer blades, uh, strength user, AP three, so strength blade. six, yeah, uh, running six up, yep. and then they they can trade those for impaler harpoons, which is what I take, which uh, is twelve inch range, strength six, AP three, heavy one, with the impale rule. Yeah, so if you hit someone with the, so if you take an impaler, which I do. I would take a unit of these, maybe one or two, with impalers and run it alongside one of the bigger, uh, bigger night ones, because you'd fire you fire the impale guns, and any enemy unit that gets hit by them, regardless of if it gets wounded or not, as long as you score a hit, uh, then your unit can reroll charge rolls against that unit as you kind of like pull yourself towards them, I guess. Uh, but if you actually do some wounds. Uh, the unit that you're targeting gets minus one to their initiative until the end of the turn. That's, so, that's pretty decent. Yeah, so run it along your Death Star or other big thing just to get the enemy down to initiative four or three. So, so. What, what it does do, is, like you're saying, it, it does balance out like the fact that the Blood Slaughter is only initiative three base. Yeah. So. Yeah, it makes the Marines that punching in the face initiative three as well, which is good. Yeah, it... Uh... Doesn't do a huge amount, but it is only 110 points. Yeah, so I, I think uh, unit of three of these for 330 points is a pretty good take. Yeah. Uh, so you, you if, would only run one of them, one of them with the harpoon, and then the other two don't. Uh, I'd probably run, I'd run two of them, 
because the um, with the one harpoon can pay away each. The harpoon's only a single shot. So yes. You, and that, and you do not. have fifty-fifty to hit because your weapon uh, ballistic skill three. So yeah, 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 it does make sense. Yeah, you're not doing actually much damage with the empowery because it's only strength six AP three. Yeah, so you're still you're still still getting three attacks plus you're charging using the regular blades, and they're just going to destroy marines anyway. Yeah. So, and that's um, all the... these guys are going to be ch charging anyway, if you're charging them into anything, because they're not going to be particularly great at killing Terminators. Yeah, true. If you get them into tactical marines or something, it's still a toughness 6 model with weapon skill 5, so yeah. tactical marines hitting the back is going to be hard, and then they got to wound it. Yeah. Yeah, fights to hit, sixes to wound, not a good place for tacticals to be. <laughs> yeah. No. Or fives, I guess, if you give them bayonets. But uh, Getting them to the right target is going to be hard, though, because you do have to charge something if you're within eight inches of it. But you, yeah. you, And you do get... You don't You don't want to be getting within eight of somebody unless you, you have specifically, like... You, know, like you, you declare the charge in the charge phase, right? So yep. you have at least nine inches to f to, to to correct your fuck up. So I, uh, if you shoot someone with your empower gun, you have to choose uh, that unit as your target of a charge. Hmm. But that's a that's a twelve inch range, so you can you can kind of fiddle it a bit. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, that does make sense. Uh, yeah, cool rules. I doubt we'll actually see anyone using them on the battlefield. I. Uh... I know someone who's working on a couple at the moment, so okay. we might see them. Is this yeah. why you've dropped your um, or you're putting down your your, your uh, Dark Angels? You're doing some Dork Mac. No, I've already got regular Mac, and I don't need to have more crutch rules to be a good player with. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of crutch rules, uh, the last dude. Who I think is possibly the best, uh, the Decimator, which is kind of like the the Leviathan dude we we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so similar to a Leviathan rules, uh, movement seven, weapon skill five, push skill four, strength eight, toughness seven, wound seven, uh, initiative four, five attacks, leadership eight, two plus save, fairly Leviathan esque, dreadnought special rule, uh, dreadnought subtype. Or type, rather. Oh, and it's got heavy as well. It does have heavy. Nice. So, it, it has the reroll its failed save against uh, attacks that have a strength lower than its toughness. What if you hit it with a blast weapon that's lower than its toughness? It would get... Not that you can reroll a reroll, but it would be able to... You would just be able to reroll it. Yeah. Like, you don't get to... Because they're, bo they're both on failed saves, aren't they? Yeah, you, there's no way to get two rerolls. Yeah, no, uh, there's no way around that. It's just a failed yeah. save, so you just reroll it. Yeah. So uh, it's got Hammer of Wrath 2 and Furious Charge 2. So it's going, to, going up to Strength 10 on the charge. Yeah, that Furious Charge 2 is pretty good, yeah. eh? Yeah, 5 up uh, involve, move through cover. Uh, comes with two close combat weapons with inbuilt heavy flamers, like a Leviathan. Uh, it's got the Decimator Claws, Ooh. Siege Claws, which are Strength User. So 8 or 10 on the charge, AP 2. Uh, brutal 3. That's all it does, but that's all it needs to do with that strength. Yeah, straight up, that thing's just going to tear anything it gets into a part. 
It's just like a big Leviathan. Um, yeah. you, um, you can swap them for two other weapons, which are very Leviathan-esque weapons. Uh, the Butcher Cannon, which is heavy three, rending six, twin-linked. Uh, it's got range 48, strength 7, AP 4. So it's like a... This is just a slightly more shooty version of an auto cannon. Yeah. I, I don't think you're doing this, are you? Like, you're not no. really saying, hey, I'm going to trade one. Oh, man, you know what really sucks about this? If this was in the Imperial Fists, you could replace both those heavy flamers that it's got in it in the Siege Claws that you're not replacing. You could replace them with auto <laughs> assault cannons. With Ilias' assault cannons. Yeah. Mm. That's the best way to run a decimator. Bring it well, back yeah. to the... There you go, then you should be playing one with your Trader Imperial Fists. There you go. Yeah, so uh, the other weapon that you're not changing your close combat weapons for is the Soul Burner Petard. Uh, range 24, strength 6 AP 4, heavy 1 3 inch blast. Uh, breaching 5 up with Flesh Bane, so it's wounding infantry on 2s. It's still only strength 6 AP 4 with a small blast. Why would you take that over to the close combat weapon with Brutal 3? I mean, you're going to be yeah. shooting it into Marines and Militia anyway. You're usually, you, like at Strength 6, you're already wounding them on twos. Like, I don't know why it needs Flesh Bane. Yeah, and it's, it's only AP4 with Breaching 5 up. Of a flesh bane. Just Flesh Bane. Breaching 5 up. Uh, just give me the Brutal 3 close combat weapon, please. Why, why not Rending yeah. 5 up? Oh, uh, the big thing is, you're paying points to upgrade to those ranged weapons. Yeah. 10 okay. points and 15 points. Yeah, you you just keep the two siege claws. Uh, yeah. If you were going to upgrade one for any uh, for whatever reason that you feel you need to, the only one I can see being worth it is the butcher cannon. Yeah, so this thing overall is two hundred and sixty five points base, which is I, not terrible. It is a chunk of points. I I think you run it naked and just like run it as is. Do not do not buy the weapons. Um, they are a mistake. They are to trick you. The I don't think they're as good as the heavy flamers that they replace, right? Uh, probably not. You're right. I think not I'd rather them. the heavy flamer. So you, you you get a heavy flamer, you get an extra melee attack. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean the biggest downside for this guy is he can't run because he's heavy. Mm. Yeah, so a leviathan is a normal leviathan is two hundred seventy. But you, oh, so this is five points. Yeah. This is yeah. This is five points cheaper than a Leviathan. Doesn't have Phosphex launches though. Has one less ballistic skill, and yeah, cannot get Phosphex. Like I know Phosphex is an upgrade, but yeah, cannot even get that. Uh, uh, it's, also got, it's also got a five up involved, not a yeah. four up like the Leviathan. And Leviathan also have toughness eight, not toughness seven. Uh, they both have seven wounds. Talons. That's a big problem. Yeah, they both got five uh, five attacks. Uh, but you can do the cyber sh uh, bullshit on the demon engine guy and yeah. make him weapon skill six and initiative five. So if you did, he'd take another. He'd take a leviathan down easy before he even gets to hit. I, yeah. I think my key takeaway from this is the decimator is fairly balanced and worth the points that it's given. Let's like maybe leviathan should be brought in line with this. <laughs> Uh, well, the thing is to get the guy, get this guy to beat Leviathans. You have to take it in a Mechanicum list, which is already a handicap, and you have to have a Cyber Guide following him around, 
casting the cyber spells on him. I don't like in a mechanical yeah. burst. This is is this beating out a Thanatar? Oh yeah, not by a huge amount, but yeah, yes. it's well. I mean, two different uses. I, yeah, I, I think you would, okay. you'd be using two Thanatars, right? If you're or like you'd be using you'd be using Thanatars oh. and this guy if you wanted to. Like if I think I this really. Run, if I was to run Dark Mac, I would probably take one of these guys and a Thanatar, but like. I'd be taking the laser Thanatar. Um, yeah. Because, I don't understand why everybody uses that. Because it's so. really fucking good. Uh, it's better when it, you can take it as the HQ option because it's got uh, precision to everything. So you're just you're sniping characters out with a is it strength 10 AP on laser. Mm, yeah. That's good. Uh, remember that this demon that. engine decimator has the, the re-roll failed armor saves against low strength attacks which is most of the stuff that's going to be shooting at it because there's not a whole yeah. lot of common equipment that's strength seven or higher yeah las cannons are oh, still going to do it a problem but um Laz any small uh, arms las cannons multi melt or melters uh yeah anything strength uh, seven or higher auto cannons regular, regular, yeah regular plasma from marines is still seven isn't it yes but yeah, anything lower, you're just about immune to. So once you get into combat, um, you only have to worry about power fist. Yeah, you're and almost immune fist. to everything else. Power fist and chain fists. Well, and, and thunder hammers, right? Yeah, and thunder hammers. Yeah, yeah. watch I mean, out for them. You've still got a five up. Yeah. Nobody's safe from thunder hammers. No, you've still got a five up invol. Um, but you're also hitting before the thunder hammers with a few yeah. attacks. What do you what do you think about well I mean like what so so to count to counter this guy, I don't think I send a dreadnought um a Leviathan after I send I, no. I think you send a contemptor after this. Uh, no. I think he's gonna score a fire drakes with thunder hammers. I think this guy's beating a contemptor. Well, I'm assuming that he has his little cyber friend following him, making him an extra weapon skill and initiative. Uh, well I mean you're getting into the, the if you uh, maybe it's not it's not it, it's like it's one and a half contemptors. I was gonna say give yes. me two contemptors. About, that's bullshit. Um, this is the Leviathan-esque point sink without the cyber guy to start with. So one, you're shooting, the, you're shooting this guy with las cannons, and that's yeah. about it. Uh, or any like anything vehicle mount, like main main gun on vehicles will probably hurt it. Well, well, say you have a contemptor with double power fists. So what that that thing will have what five attacks? Assuming no one's charging, it'll have five attacks. Same weapon skill, you'll get two and a half hits, will be generous and say they get three hits. Uh, strength nine versus toughness two, you're wounding on twos, so say all three do a wound. Uh, brutal three, so you're actually doing nine wounds. Uh, the five up invol will save a third of those, so six go through. Uh, the decimator is left on one wound. Uh, the decimator is hitting back at the same initiative and probably killing the other guy. Uh, he'll have five attacks base, six because the, uh, the the extra attack for the two decimator cores are already included. Yep, yep. So it's got five in combat. Uh, assuming no one's charging, so it won't have the Hammer of Wrath or Furious Charge. Yep. You'll hit with three of the attacks. Same kind of deal. You're doing nine wounds back. Normal Contemptor will save a third of those. Uh, suffers six wounds. Contemptor just dies. So 
It's it's about an equal trade for the contemptor. You're doing a contemptor's worth of damage with a contemptor. What? But it, uh, looking over the stats and, and and having it read out to me, the it's got the same toughness as a contemptor, right? It doesn't have tough yes. eight like a, a Leviathan. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I think the it's not as the reroll. Right? Yeah. Uh no, it's not. It's kind of a bit lanky and taller. Yeah. Uh, but I think the reroll the save thing makes up for it. Yeah, that does. It's, it makes it really hard to kill with anything that's that you're just uh, relying on firepower. Like it's it's mostly culverins. I think you're trying to get it with because you're wounding it on fives. But then it's like, haha, I'm really rolling a two up, so one in thirty yeah. wounds. Yeah, it's getting through. I think the normal leviathan only has a five up in all. It's got an adamant adamantic deflector. But yeah, five five up for sure. Yeah, I think it used to have a four. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't used a Leviathan yet in his new edition. Wow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think it's fine for the points it costs. 265 points. Yeah, no, it's in, it's in a pretty good place. I like it. I would I, take it if I was running a Dark Mechanicum army. I don't like the model, hugely. Um, and something else. Use the, 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 the Kaisan Demon engine instead. If it's <laughs> not too big. I mean, I think, just, just chaos up a regular Leviathan. Yeah, I think that's what I'd do if I was going to run one. Oh, you print out some mech bits to size that you scale down um, and yeah. then replace, like, the arms or something with the, you know, like, you can do yeah. a lot of fun stuff with that. Yeah, it's not yeah, hard. Like, some Castellacs of those, you know, those stupid circular saws that the Castellacs have. Just make some, like, Leviathan-sized ones of those and add With a couple of heavy flamers. To it. Yeah. yeah. It's not terrible. That's all cannons if you could, but... Yeah. It is what it is. So that's all of the demon engine stuff. Um, so what do we think of those? I um, the four of them are okay, personally. I think it's similar to the militia list in that it is not overpowered at all, and some things are actually probably slightly underpowered for the points cost. Um, mm. But I think that's a good trend compared to like the other option of like having all the new weird PDFs be overpowered. Yeah, that's fair. I'd also be quite cautioned, or like I'd be quite um, quite scared to start an army or build an army around these things. I think for what, what they're kind of built as, where it's like, hey, you, you already own this model, now you can use it again. Like, while we see it off into its twilight years, um, yeah. I, I think this is a really good thing. They're not, they're not super weak, so you might actually use them on the table, whereas I've seen, like, there's a lot of the other super heavies and, and stuff like that in, in the other books where you're just like, like this is this is shit house. It's like three hundred points, or like you could drop it by like three hundred points, and nobody would give a shit. People are like, oh, how much did you say it was originally? Like they're not. Yeah, know. what? Oh, one of them, the mechanic, like the I forget which one it is, but it's like six hundred and fifty points in the legion list, and then the militia list is it militia? Well, the solo exists. The bane might be the bane blade. Yeah, and then the militia one is like four hundred points. <laughs> The militia one does have the third line, which is a big deal. Where you yeah, the pieces. Where everything has a penetrating hit on it. Yeah. Doesn't give up victory points for dying, though. That's true. Maybe it's probably going to die first turn. It probably will, yes. Yeah. Uh, so there's also one, one more thing in this uh, PDF, which is the legendary mission. Boo, no one cares. 
Yeah. Play these Breach. and see if they're actually good. No. Uh, I mean, we can read through it. Uh, this is Breach the Command Center. Uh, it's a ZM mission, uh, surprisingly yeah. enough. Uh, what have we got? Victory conditions are Shatter the Defenses. Uh, Reach the command center. That'll be something we're doing at Moab. Yes. The Zone Mortalis rules will be a mission based on grabbing the uh, the helm of an enemy spaceship. Oh, uh, this, this is this is absolutely mental and unbalanced. Look at selecting the armies. This is the bit where you get fucked. Twenty five hundred points. Yeah, but okay. So the um, mod models with the dreadnought unit type and corrupted. Uh, engine unit subtype do not count towards the maximum number of allowed models with the dreadnought unit type as part of the beam loss of destruction. <laughs> so you take three of those bloody um, decimators, and you are not losing this scenario. You just... Well, the little the little blood slaughterers are also dreadnoughts. Oof. So fast attacks. So, so you're taking you nine, nine of them. Take nine of those as well. You take nine of those in zone mortalis. Three, three three of the other things, and then pull your boots on. Contemptors. Yeah, I, I think that in a, fury, in a fury of the ancients list. The, I don't know. I don't know uh, if you can make that work for us. Yeah. No. But this is this is um this is absolutely horrifying for like the, the there's one guy who's really excited who's like I've got nine slaughterers, I'm I'm having I'm having my, the best time of my life. I'm I'm 990 points of slaughterers. I got another thousand five hundred of decimators and other bullshit. Maybe a compulsory troops choice in there somewhere in an HQ. You're just laughing all the way at the bank, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, so just quickly, it looks like uh, you choose a deployment, yeah, uh, like a, a zone that becomes the defender's deployment zone, and that's an objective. Yeah, that whole zone. So the attacker has to secure the enemy's de uh, deployment zone. They have to secure the blast door objective. Uh, which is um, a small a small vehicle blast door. So you're just trying to destroy a blast door. Oh, wow. That objective zone scoring is just terrible. Uh, the player who, who controls the objective zone at the end of each turn scores two victory points during turns one and two, D3 plus one during turns three and four, D3 plus three victory points during turn five and onwards. The method of controlling said uh, objective zone is the total number of wounds in the deployment zone. Hell yeah, not models. You know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, 300 fearless running cultists. Well, you, you, if you're if you're the defender and the, the defender is the bad guy, right? Like you just, hey, here's, here's a whole bunch of uh, blood slaughterers. They're like six wounds each. Oh, yeah. That works. Blood slaughterers are five wounds each. Oh. So you can only have nine five wound models. You've only got 45 wounds worth of dreadnoughts. Yes. Uh, yeah, you also have to destroy a blast door, and uh, if the attacker's warlord gets killed, it's worth some points as well. Uh, but apart from that, no one cares. It doesn't use reinforcements either, so they just throw out the whole new uh, thing out the window. Oh. I was going to uh, say, like, yeah, that that's not going to be fun if your 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 blood slaughter is or your you know, heavy support is like three or four. Yeah, like you're not going to be bringing all those decimators on because they're single unit types. You'd be better suited with your fast attacks to bring on three of the little shits instead of one of the big decimators. 
I think that, reinforcement points would actually make, make you be able to balance this. Yeah. Instead of just bringing bulk demon engines, which, as funny as that would be, wouldn't be it's a, a fun, fun game. time, right? Like they're they're just they're just trying to sell to like one guy who's got like they're trying to sell to the whale. He's like, yeah, I got I'm the I'm the nine blood slaughter of whale. That's me. Oh, I, I guess Ben's the the two brass scorpion whale. So I I, I can't have even these, use both of them. Yeah, I have these two big boys. Can't even use both of them. Yeah. Um. So what do we what do we think about all up? Good good book. Uh. It's good for a free PDF. Seven out of ten. I, I think it's better than the oh, you bastard. Okay. Um I, I think it's better than the the demon one, the burning of Omnat or whatever it was called. Uh yeah. Because that was a big dick tease. Yeah. You got like all the etheric uh dominions, nothing to use them with except for brutes in elites and troops. Forgot yeah, about well, that. Back then, they said the Demon Codex was coming in their autumn, which is our spring, which starts in a few days. So, anywhere from a few days from now till three months later, it could come. Unless it gets delayed again. What are the chances of that? Pretty good, because everything else has been delayed and pushed back. So, we've got to start the betting competition of what's going to come... What's going to be released first, the Demon PDF or Legion Imperialis? Horus Heresy version 3. Like an actual Dark Mac book. (laughs) Because we know they have to release Legion's Imperialis at some point. Like they've been doing the merchant, like the the marketing for it. Like unless unless there's like a server that they can't turn off, like a dead man's uh, hand switch somewhere, and the server's just like, hey, you guys don't know the correct password. I'm going to keep releasing stuff about it, Legion's Imperialis, even if you guys cancel the release. I'm still going to be like, hey, and remember this? We we brought Thunderhawks back, and people are like, why the fuck didn't? God damn it! Just I, yeah. shut it off. I don't think we'll see that until November. No. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, and I, I, th- I think we'll see Legends Imperialis before we'll see the Demon Book. Oh, I think we're going to see the Demon Book late October, Imperialis early to mid November. Before we wrap it up, guys, do you think that the uh, these new Chaos Demon engines, or well, not new, but like the the recycled ones? That they've done. Do you think these are giving me- like Mechanicus or Mechanicus? I'm sorry. Like, are they are they now also a combat army? If you want, like, uh, nah. do you finally have the the combat toolkits that you need? Nah, you're still uh, behind. You still don't have. Oh. It gives you dedicated like heavy melee stuff, like dreadnoughts, but it doesn't give you good melee troops. I say, yep. Uh, like the only thing that's really decent in Malie is what Ursarax, I think, and even then they're not great. But yeah. I'm like, if I look oh, at my first army, right? Obviously, I can teleport in because you know I'm just better than you. But I'm I'm realistically only taking one to two combat units in that army. One of them's like 800 points plus Praetor, right? And that's that it. That yeah. is what it is, but it gets to teleport into you. Uh, hopefully, turn two, maybe a little bit later. Um, so, it, like, it, it solves the getting across the board problem. But I, 
I don't I don't have a lot of combat. I still have quite a, a fair chunk of shooting in that that in that that list. Well, a mechanical list is always going to have a lot of shooting. It's just the nature of the the list itself. Yeah. The um, um, the difference and, is, James, that you're you have the one or two combat units, but you could have a whole army of combat units if you wanted to. The mechanicum would not. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I keep forgetting you've got the Mimidon Secutors. They're pretty good in combat. They're not great, great. But they're not are great. they only weapon skill 4 or are they weapon skill 5? Uh, I think they're 5. Oh, okay. So they're, no, they're, 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 they're weapon skill 4, but for some unknown reason they're ballistic skill 5. Uh. It's, this is the thing that just starts my head in because regular Mimidon uh, Destructors are also ballistic skill 5. And it's just like these guys are destructors with plasma fusils, grav guns, and uh, AP2 axe. But they're just going to get chopped up by anything that's weapon skill 5. Elite elite terminators and everything else just fucking terrify you. But like, I think it, it, it lets them chop up space marines and... These guys are scared of guys with power walls. They got a four up save, don't they? They got a three up up save. Ah, yeah. No. Maybe don't get a three up armor save. The uh, Terminator killers, they are they are a good place with power axes oh, freaking last as well. That's like the choice. They will they oh they're AP two axes, they're strength seven. But they're they're just they die, they die too easy to other stuff. Um hmm. uh, like even like Vorax aren't even that good at killing stuff uh stabbing stuff anymore. Well, I mean, um, you'd probably be taking blood slaughterers instead of Vorax for stabbing shit in that's that slot. Yes. If that's it, sorry, and, and um, be, to be clear, if that's what you're intending, if you want to keep being shooty, that you are not taking these demon engines because they are not, they're not gun platforms. They're you, and you've already got better ones, right? Uh, like, they'd be worth taking if you're running dark mag. It'd be worth taking one of them, but uh, probably a decimator or even a, a unit of blood slaughterers. Hmm. Just so that they can get up in people's faces and make them shoot those instead of your, uh, your memory destructors. So, it does make a marine players have to sit back and think, like, "Hey, I can't just run all my shit up and try and get into combat with you because, like, yo, if this thing gets to pick where it goes, like, and I'm sorry, I'm looking at a picture of a decimator that you can't see, but I'm I'm looking at the decimator being like, yo, if this thing gets to go where it wants." With its brutal three claws into like it, it'll kill elite terminators and stuff like that. Um, if you cyber it up to weapon skill six, initiative five, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that thing will just fuck terminator. Like even even like um anything that doesn't have like solar marshal in it is going to be having a bad time. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like I said, it's there. There'll be very, a very good addition to a mechanicum list if you're running a trader mechanicum force. Uh, I guess fluffy because they're fucking around with chaos, chaos warp stuff as well. So, mm. all right, uh, should we wrap it up there, or do we want to try and plug Moab again? No, no. All right, no. Thank everybody for listening, and I will now turn off the podcast while we. Wait, you, you don't want to have a two-hour section on Baldur's Gate three. We can definitely go yeah. for another two hours. Yeah. No, I was in my Steam queue no. this morning when I was supposed to be watching something else in a meeting, so I'm just like, fuck, this is... reminding me. We, we, we peer pressured you into playing. Excellent. This no, is now the Carlac Appreciation Podcast. 
Yes, yes it is. Except I think James is more a house kind of guy. All right, I'm cool. I don't, uh, know, I don't know who either uh, of these people are. I think you guys. He's 100%. Baby.